Welcome to a very special Spider-Man Miles Morales spoiler cast episode, our story mode, a video game podcast, the official podcast of storymodegaming.com, brought to you by Fan Critical. I'm your host, Jesse Spider-Man, and I'm joined by Simon Dr. Octopus Octavius Octopus. <laughs> Josh the Sandman. Oh god. Sandman. <laughs> You'll never save those orphans, Spidey. <laughs> That's good. That. Beautiful. <laughs> and Len Aunt May finish it. From, from <laughs> Fan Critical. I've lost my mind already. Yeah. Len from Fan Critical. How you well, doing? Oh well, yeah, good. What an intro. Um I liked it. Yeah, very very professional. Yeah. 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 I just Aunt May needs to get some representation. Oh yeah, I love, I love Aunt May. Hundred. Yeah, Aunt May's the queen. Um, so uh, as you as you may have guessed from the jump, we're going to talk about Spider Man Miles Morales for the PS5 and the PS4. Um, now, if you haven't played it, we are going to go really deep into spoilers here. So I recommend listen to us after you finish the game. Turn back. This is um, called the spoiler cast. It should be pretty obvious. Mm. Exactly. But nevertheless. The spider cast. Oh, <laughs> it's called spoiler the spider cast. Oh, spider cast. That's really clever. Ah, fuck. I mean, I still, we still could, but we won't. Mm. Um, yeah, so if you haven't played the game yet, uh, maybe maybe favourite this episode and come back to it when you get a chance. Mm. Uh, and remember, the game's only going to take you, what, like 10 hours or so to yeah. finish? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because it, it, it's sort of like a half sequel, kind of like um, Uncharted had uh, Lost Legacy. Yeah. Sort of like that. It's a, it's a partway pre, um, sequel. Now, I mean, from the jump, when this sequel got announced in, what, June, July this year, mm-hmm. and it was revealed that this would be sort of that half-step sequel featuring Miles rather than Peter, how did you feel about it from, from the start there, Len? Uh, I remember watching that... Um because it was at a PS5 uh, sort of reveal event. And, uh, like, you can't have a more impressive launch title, I think, than this, to be honest with you, because of the success of Spider-Man 2018. I remember watching that live stream. It's like 6 a.m. here in Australia when it was being broadcast. (laughs) And I just remember pitch black, freezing cold in my bed, my little phone watching the live stream (laughs) and seeing that Miles Morales, I was like, Oh my god! I am so excited for the PS5 right now. Not that I wasn't it's happening. already. Uh, yeah, it's happening. And that was the first for memory. That was the first game they showed in that yeah. conference. Was the first or second? And I remember yeah. it, it ended with Horizon. Yeah, yeah. And the the bookends of that conference were insane. Mm. I agree. I think this may be the best launch title I've ever played, or it, it definitely in that in that discussion. Mm. Yeah. I might, I might personally disagree with that because Breath of the Wild oh, is yeah, a thing yeah. that exists. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. 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 it's in the discussion though. It's in However, the realm. So far as Sony launch titles are concerned, yeah. it is by far the best launch title we have ever had for a PlayStation. Mm. So, I mean, it sounds like we all very much enjoyed this one, but it is, like I said, it's a, it's a sort of a sequel to the 2018 Spider-Man. How did we feel about that? Did we, we have fond memories of, of PD swinging around a few years ago? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, going to this one, I I had a lot of expectations, uh, particularly for how the gameplay was going to change. And while I don't think it met that, I think it still got me intrigued with the character of Miles in the same way that Spider-Man PS4 gave me a Peter Parker that I was unfamiliar with and one that wasn't necessarily my guy kind of thing um because i do gravitate towards kind of the younger peter parker i love Mm -hmm. you know like tom holland um ultimate comic spidey 
Um, and then coming into this, um, I feel like they just hit it out of the park. Same thing they did with 2018 Spidey, where they gave it a really compelling, fresh take that um, mm. wasn't, you know, wasn't awfully distinct from Into the Spider-Verse, um, but it kind of gave its own flavor to it and kind of did, was kind of a new spin on the character of Miles, I felt. Mm. Focusing on different well, they were sort of made of in, yeah, uh, at the same time. Mm. I watched this was already in development when the Spider Verse yeah. was made, so yeah. it's really interesting to see those moments where you have two different parties making the same work in the same license, mm. and their their ways of thinking just kind of went in the same direction at certain points. Yeah, I mean, I I would be amazed. Like, I, well, I watched Into the Spider Verse literally a week ago because uh, my girlfriend hadn't seen it and I was like what do we need to watch this film and she's not massively into the you know Marvel sort of stuff she watched this film and absolutely adored it I mean after watching it probably for my fifth or sixth time that was I've come to the realisation that that is the best Spider-Man film ever made without a shadow of a doubt uh, I cannot disagree with you and then I think it's my favourite film yeah it's up there like and then it's ever. definitely up there <laughs> that is one of my favourites bouncing from that to this game I thought they did a very good job of take it, I, I guarantee they took some elements out of uh, <laughs> from Spider Verse. I can tell you right now the, uh, the opening like- bit where you're at the night with the with the music and you're swinging around. Hundred percent. They they watched Spider Verse and they were like, let's put oh, that yeah. in there. That's a nice touch. Yoink. Um, but it's just great to see Miles <laughs> again. Like I love the continuation of this character. Obviously, the Miles in Into the Spider Verse is completely different. Um, but this Miles, I love the way that he had his own sort of character, his own sort of personality. And I'm just going to put it out there. I enjoyed the 2018 Spider-Man. I don't rave about it as much as some other people, potentially. I think it's a bit of a convoluted story. I think there's a lot of characters that they're trying to shoehorn in there. Um, but I love Peter Parker in that game. But Miles, yeah. for me... If we don't play as Miles in the next game, I'm going to be devastated because he, he's better. He, I just love the character of Miles. I love I love his whole entourage. I love his vibe, his story. Um, so it's really fresh to what? come 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 into his character in this iteration of Spider Man. I think you bring up a really good point of the people around Miles in this game were really mm. well written. So you go Genki, oh, Genki. and um, his mum Rio. Yeah. Now yeah. Simon in the in the chat in our little group chat, you mentioned the um, some of the animation regarding Rio in particular, her facial oh. animation. So I went back and I watched a few of her scenes. Mm. You oh. are hundred percent right. I it's, don't know who I, I played Rio Morales. I don't Morales, know who the motion capture yeah. actress but, is. Whoever it was is incredible, and obviously the team behind that up. Equally amazing because there's a lot of very small, very subtle movements. It's you know a little bit of like a mm, a, a muscle twitch here, and uh, you know you, when you sort of you want to you want That's to say for everyone listening you- at home. Simon is twitching his face. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I've actually um, electrocuted myself a couple of times just to get the right sort of pitches. <laughs> Called uh, venom power. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but well, you know it's it's a lot scene- of little twitches when you go to say something and then you don't and you go. You make that weird sort of little facial expression and she pulls that off perfectly at the right times and she looks, I, I would argue, to be the most believable character in the, in the game. Like, she looks the most real out of everyone Especially else. Especially the scene where um she finds out that her son is Spider-Man. <sighs> um, and there's that little moment where she kind of, like, doubts herself and, like, is thrown off and in shock. Mm. It, 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 it's amazing. It's really well performed. But that also brings up the whole um, point regarding 2018 Spider-Man is when this first got announced, I'm like, well, what what happens to Peter? Mm. 
I like how they got rid of him. So mm. in the game, Peter's like, oh, I'm fucking off to Europe. MJ has something on in Europe. I'm, I'm off. You can look after it. Like, I believe so in you. You've did got you guys this. play the DLC for Spider-Man 2018? Sadly, no. No, no I never got no, around okay. to it. Because that and directly, my, yeah. My reasoning by. for that, well, the reason why I haven't played the DLC is because Gaz still has my copy of the game. And he yeah, still hasn't played it. The DLC called out. Like, kind of brings together a lot of my least favorite parts of that game, gameplay-wise. Um, that's what I heard. That's why I kind of yeah. avoided it. And the story is kind of middling, um, but it does serve the function of getting MJ to Simcaria. Um, but when that DLC left off, like, Peter wasn't going to go. Um, so it was kind of just going to be a, oh, look, mm-hmm. MJ's not going to be present in the next game. Um, they've just rekindled their relationship. Um, maybe this is how they introduced Gwen Stacy, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like what they did here. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I thought this was fun. It was nice to see um, Peter, you know, go kick his it feet up for natural. a bit. It's been, yeah, it's yeah. been like nine years, man. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he yeah. hasn't had this <laughs> his entire yeah, adult P- life. Peter's had some shit. <laughs> There's... A line because he is now um, Miles' mentor, obviously, um, or at least at the start of the game. And throughout the game, he has a few little hidden surprises for Miles to teach him along the way. Oh, hollow Pete But is there's hilarious. a part where he calls him up and they're talking to each other really, really quickly. And Miles' like, hey, I found there's a massive conspiracy happening in my neighborhood. He's like, oh, yeah, classic. Yeah. You can tell that Peter is sort of tired yeah. and he's really glad to be passing along that mantle and he needed that break. Yeah. I like but, to see but that. What's, also, what's nice about real it? Quickly, is, just, oh, sorry, Jesse. I was going to say what's nice as well is m- most of the time Peter and Miles never exist in the same universe. It's actually it, yeah. So it's a nice opportunity. I know there's into the Spider Verse and whatever you see the multiple Spider Men, but before that, that this idea that Peter was a mentor to Miles isn't necessarily true. They haven't really coexisted in the same space for a very long time, if at all. So it's actually quite nice to have him in a mentor role, um, which I, I, I really like. I enjoy their in their sort of back to and froing. And if there is a yeah. Spider-Man yeah. 2, I hope it's both of them. You play as both of them, you know? Oh, that the would part be, with the coffee. Yeah, that would be me. incredible. Um, like if, if the, like the proper full sequel has... Yeah. Both of them as playable characters, and I say you can switch between them at basically any point. Mm. Kind of like you do with GTA. Like, you know, when you're yeah. doing GTA and you just swap to one of the other characters and just teleports you across the map, bam, there you go, you're the other character. I'd love to see that. Mm. And so sometimes you switch to Pete and he's in the middle of, you know, rough, like stopping some break in, or you switch to Miles and he's in the middle of like stalking someone who, you know, is known to be committing crimes. He's yeah. like invisible, waiting for them to start doing something so you can catch them in the act. You know, that sort of dynamic, I think, would be really cool yeah i like the fact that post game there's a conversation where pete's like hey uh mj comes into jfk on monday can you can you take over patrol for me for that day and he's like yeah dude easy yeah (laughs) i would love if there was some sort of like uh not part i still want spider-man 2 just to be peter but i would love if there was also a co-op experience where you and somebody else could play at both Spider-Man. But I also like the idea of if you're one of the... Okay, tangent time. If you're in a world filled with superheroes, why would you bother being a criminal? Like, what, what is the point? Well, isn't the because idea that you have by guns, having, cool? Yeah. By having but these superhero like, like challenges, you want to come out of the, like, you know, 
the woodwork and kind of cause some trouble and like be the guy be, to take him be, down. But also, yeah, like, that's kind of like the have, whole. But also, yeah. also on two that Spider Men rock up, and you're like, okay, what can you do? Oh, I can shoot webs. All right, what can you do? I can shoot webs. Okay, and I can have electricity powers, and I can turn invisible. I'm like, I want to fight the old one. <laughs> he <laughs> right. has less. But also yeah. the other thing as well. Look, Spider Man can't be everywhere at once. So you've got to, like, ah, oh, I can be a criminal because I can get away with it because I know the right to, oh, Spider Man, I know for a fact, is off fighting. Saving Rhino. a cat. Yeah, he's off saving a cat. He's, but then you, know, you could have one of the other superheroes come and get you. I'm talking about the whole Marvel universe here. But I mean, there's no, only so many be a of them if you're part of you know and also if you're under someone like wilson fisk for example who is a massive crime lord no matter what you do you're gonna get away with it but also until wilson fisk is pissed off at you and he slams your head in the door netflix style <laughs> God. all right i have a lot of problems with the whole marvel universe he created but mm. let's move on to so peter's passed long passed on the torch to miles what did we think of miles do you want the short version or long version? <laughs> the medium version. The I'll cut you off if it's too long version. Cool. Uh, <laughs> sounds good. Um, I look, I like the character of Miles. I always have. Into the Spider-Verse was my first proper foray into his world and him as a character and what makes him tick. And I was excited to go into that and see how this Miles differs compared to the other ones because we've seen a million different iterations of Peter Parker. So I was interested to see how this Miles would be different. And I loved it. I loved every yeah. single second of it. I think this is... I, I kind of prefer Miles over Peter. Like, I love Pete. No, I think he's I great. Do. I do as well. But I just... Miles just oozes more charm and charisma. And, like, he is the sort of kid I would be like, man, he's cool. Like, that is that is one cool kid. Like, mm. love it. The thing I like about him... It's his vulnerability. There is a scene after he fights um, Prowler, who is his uncle, and he finds out that his uncle is a, is a bad dude, and he has to fight him, and he calls up Genki as he's going home, and his voice is cracking, yeah. saying, I had to fight him. It's, it's heartbreaking. Like This game is really hard-hitting emotionally. Um, I think, again, don't know who played Miles, but good work, friend of the show. Um, <laughs> did an amazing job. Plus, Miles has the the pressure of being the next Spider-Man, doubting himself, comparing him to Spider-Man, plus on a non-superhero level, he's just moved from Brooklyn to Harlem. He's in a new place. He doesn't know what's going on. His father died in the last game. Um, mm. uh, Jefferson yeah. died in the, in the first game. Yeah. He's in a really bad position right now, but he stays positive through it. And But he also allows himself to have these moments where he kind of, does feel a little bit weaker and that's where you get characters like Genki mm. and Rio jumping in like hey uh, uh, you're his, right kid. his dynamic with Rio is incredible like there is some like even though it is just voice actors playing a role it felt like there was genuine affection mm. and I really appreciated that uh, and G Genki is the fucking MVP like holy shit Genki's that voice yeah he's good <laughs> I think what's interesting as well is like we've seen Peter Parker throughout the years uh, we always see his origin story. Whenever they redo Spider-Man, you see his origin story. You see the time he gets bitten and then how he learns to get his powers. It doesn't, you know, whether it's Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. Um, Tom Holland was actually quite nice because he just was Spider-Man and he didn't have that little moment. But 
So Miles stands out so much from Peter in this game because when you join Peter in 2018, he's been doing it for like eight or nine years or something. He's been Spider-Man. So you'd seeing Peter from a whole new perspective, a more mature perspective, yeah. a sort of uh, Peter B. Parker from Into the Spider-Verse perspective. Um, yeah. Whereas Miles has got that origin story that's still forming right in front of our eyes. And it's for a lot of people, it's very endearing because... Before Into the Spider-Verse, Miles was not a niche character, but nowhere near is in the spotlight, you know, and now... He wasn't uh, very well liked either. Yeah, (laughs) As a Miles fan from day one, like, (laughs) like it's hard to get some of those books. Like, I remember some of the hate. and It it was was hard being a Miles guy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but isn't it... Like, seriously, like, it was kind of fucked. But but isn't it funny now how he's brought Spider-Man into... Uh, the common sort of popular here and now zeitgeist where it's like his origin story is happening and in this game for example you've got the app you've got the sort of more I don't know it's just it feels like a more fresh take on the whole character and that that, because spider-man when they retell it every time yeah they change bits here and there but it's still a product of its time it's still sort of you know, it hasn't evolved that much, but with a character like Miles, the, the, you know, and his, his upbringing, um, you know, uh, his ethnicity, all of that, just everything breathes, you know, so much more culture and awareness. And I don't know, it just feels to me like a much fresher take on the character. It's, it's much more modern. It represents like modern times a lot more. And that's something I want to bring up. And I, it's one of the things that probably like, Four white guys can't speak about that much, but no. the representation in this game is phenomenal. Very good. And oh my god, it made I I need to experience a Puerto Rican Christmas. Oh my god, oh my it god, I just walking around that house as well. Just their the apartment food, is the so music, good. I loved it so much. Yep. Um, but there's like little touches. So halfway through the game, he redesigned his suit. He's like, I need to become my own Spider Man. I'll design my suit. Um, I was watching an interview with one of the designers, and it has a very prominent kind of triangle at the top um and that's meant to represent the puerto rican flag which Mm. has a a triangle on the side yeah there's little nods to his culture throughout and then you have a scene where he's going to one of his mum's rallies she's up for nomination to become like a councillor some sort of local Mm -hmm. government or whatever and he's walking through some some food trucks which make me so goddamn hungry those food trucks um but you see a character from spider-man 2018 that peter was trying to get to join um Feast. What's the what's the food truck place called? Feast. Feast. Feast yeah. yeah. And she's there with her girlfriend, and then you um, find a, uh, a a deaf artist, and you do um, sign language with, with her, and it's just it's natural. It's not like a big thing, and you just do it, and you walk off. And I saw a bunch of people online getting really emotional, saying like, you know, like I'm deaf, or I know somebody who's deaf, and that scene was just like, mm. like amazing, like it's amazing representation. It's small things that don't mm. affect everyone. Because not everyone can have a connection with it, mm. but to the people who do have a connection with it, that those, those are the things that are special. Mm. Yeah, I, I do want to point. You know, again, as you said, four white guys can't really talk about this in that regard. But I mean, imagine, you know, you've gone your entire life really without true representation in a video game or in a franchise that you care about, and then all of a sudden, hey, look, here is your representation. I do also want to add that that artist. She is so cool. Like, because you have a few side quests yeah. to, tied yeah. into her 
and the way Miles just casually does the sign language, which also I would like to mention is accurate. That is actual American sign language. Oh, cool. That is legitimate sign language that he does. And I also like that he says, like, I learned it at school. Yeah. Like, and then Genki's like, oh, man, I need to learn it. You know, like, <laughs> I love that. I love I love the fact that Genki's like, oh, he's not like, her, oh, you fucking dork or anything like that. He's like, oh, man, I should, I really should learn yeah, it. Like, I, I, get to, I get to talk with more people. And yeah. I think it kind of shows, like, the four of us kind of said, we're sick of this the Peter Parker Spider-Man story because that sort of like white guy experience has been done so many times that we've, mm. we've seen it, we've done it. So I don't know. I'm, I've seen a lot of people, of course, there's that whole backlash was like, where's the white Spider-Man? Mur, 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 mur. Um, fuck off with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stay off we, we've yeah. had it that We've had it that many times that we're sick of it. Yeah. Like, mm. we've had it too much. We're, we're overrepresented um, represented here. So, yeah, I, I really like it. And I, I think it, it's quite quite refreshing. And, yeah, it was just a, a cool sort of uh, look into the culture. And I, I've seen some people react to it really, really well, which is heartwarming. And then also, like, a lot of the side characters as well are a representative of Harlem as a general, which is a huge cultural mixing pot. Um, and, you know... You, Teo, for example, is representative of his culture, and I completely forget the other, the other people that Spider Man. Oh. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> the Spider Man cat is really good, oh my but really annoying me that you only get at the end of the game. Yeah. Also, I feel really guilty. I kind of feel awkward using the suit because there's a cat in your backpack, and you're doing fucking rolls on the floor from Terminal Velocity. Oh. How many times have you been shot in the back? And you're like, that cat's dead. That cat's dead. (laughs) Whoops. But also, he does make really cute idle, like, animations. If you're just standing still for a second, he, like, comes out and is, like, swiping it like a fly or something. I I love something. Well, just real quickly, one of the coolest things in 2018, Spider-Man, was the suits. Mm. Now, I found there's there's less suits in this game, Mm, I believe, and they're probably a little bit more toned down. But I'll say there's two standouts oh. the the cat suit that we just mentioned yeah and then the into the spider verse vibe the verse i, suit. I kept He's as soon as i got it i kept it on for the whole game <laughs> it's I, so cool i ooh, see i loved it i loved the into the spider verse suit and i finished the game wearing that because i felt 100%. that was probably the most appropriate one i was Correct. like yeah i've got to finish it wearing that but when i unlocked the winter Outfit. Yeah, that's quite cool. The scarf and the hat. Yeah, that is and the I was yeah. like, I've oh, got to wear this okay. for a bit. Like, this is just so. I need to go back and, and collect some of the other suits and stuff like that because I smashed through the main story because I was just compelled by the story itself. One of the cool things about it being a shorter game is there's no filler. Mm. It's all just set piece after set piece. It's really sharp the writing in this, and something I mentioned in a past episode. It's it's amazing that the writers were able to condense a script down so much yet have me relate to the characters so much and mm. just care about them I, I, th- um, I think this one works a lot better because like you said it's shorter and i will say this i, I said it already but the 2018 spider-man you know i, I watched I, i've obviously played it but i watched a recap today because I, like, I just want to refresh my memory on the story it's long, beats. <laughs> it's long. Literally mm. every villain in the world or in the sp- in the Spider Verse seems to try and get in there. These even it's li- st- six and then some. Yeah, but there's more than that. It's just, you know you've there's got like nine different Silver villains. Sable pops up. You've got like all this other stuff that goes on. I was just like, oh, yeah. I was just like, when you actually think about it, it's insane. It's a very long game, but I was like, just 
and I, I did have that at the time. I was like, it's too much. Like they need to just sort of it focus was definitely it a bit more. the kind of thing. Yeah, it was definitely one mm. of those games where Insomniac wasn't sure if they were going to get another shot at this. Yeah. So let's yeah. just make the most of it and make the definitive mm. Spider-Man game. Yeah. That's the name. Which First game I ever platinumed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, now, I've, now I've platinumed two games. Good <laughs> yeah. Good job. It is a good platinum. Um, that and control. <laughs> so it, I feel like Mars Morales is a, is a perfect example of what a stopgap game, as it were, could be or should be. Mm. It's bigger than just a standard DLC, bigger than your average expansions. It mm. is, you know, big enough to be its own game, but it's not a completely encompassing, completely consuming experience. It is 10 hours of solid, great fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, yes, there is plenty of extra filler stuff you can do if you want, like the uh, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man apps. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Stuff. It's so much better than in 2018 where you have to swing around randomly waiting for crimes. Yeah, that was You actually bad. just like, oh, there's a crime on my phone. I'm going to go to it. I love yeah. that. Also, it, it, just another thing from Genki. Also, can we, so can we mention Genki's game that he's making throughout Speed the whole- Speed Nonagon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Speed uh, yeah. How is he like- if, that needs to be playable somewhere. Yeah. It needs to be like a, a, a patch in the yeah. future where you can go to an arcade straight. and you can play it or something. Uh, um, I, I would like to say that like, I feel my feelings overall on Miles Morales as a game um, very much parallel how I felt about The Lost Legacy when I reviewed it back when that came out. And that was um, coming from somebody who loved Uncharted 4, who thought Uncharted 4 was the best Uncharted game. Mm. I felt like The Lost Legacy refined everything that made that game great and made it better. And it was a thrilling, you know, 10-hour action-packed ride that never let up. And it was just everything Naughty Dog had learned combined together. And that's how I feel about Miles. Although I will say that compared to The Lost Legacy, I have a lot more quibbles with Miles and Mm. uh, a lot more concern about where the future of this franchise could go in a less positive kind of way. Um, And I I wasn't expecting that coming into this game. Mm. We'll get into some more criticism toward the end, but let's, um, we've kind of gone through the the heroes of the piece a little bit. Let's jump into the the villains. And I mean, we already mentioned Prowler. Prowler is badass um, Mm. in Into the Spider-Verse. Probably a little bit tamer in this, uh, yeah. just because the design in Into the Spider-Verse is so cool, especially the the sound effect wow. that plays whenever wow. oh, he, he's yeah. genuinely scary in that film. So he's a little bit toned down here, and he's more um, still has it's a sympathetic MCU role. Wants, mm. Exactly, yeah. like he wants to get back to the Morales family. He sells Peter out; he's a bit of a dick, but then he turns around. He say he doesn't save Harlem, but he helps Harlem in the end. Mm-hmm. But then he goes to prison. So whatever, good for you. Yeah. Let's move on to the Tinkerer, Finn Mason, which I think is a really, really fun uh, gender swap. The original Tinkerer in the MCU is Phineas Mason, mm-hmm. an old man. But in this case, it's Finn Mason, um, who's Miles, one of, one of Miles' best friends and possible love interests. I guess nah. it's alluded to, but I'm glad they didn't go down that road too much. Yeah. Um, she's on a bit of a vendetta against uh, Roxon, who is the new whatever Oscorp. the new Oscorp really is the new they- Oscorp that comes into town every game's gonna have one of them um they have uh, a new energy system being set up with new form blah 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 uh it kills her brother Rick um he's exposed to it and just evaporates uh, uh Dr. Manhattan style but doesn't come back 
Dr. Manhattan unfortunately. Uh, and she goes on a oh, bit yeah. of a, a, a rage out. She joins up with the underground. She makes all sorts of armor and weapons and mm. she basically invents magic. Um, yeah. Programmable matter. Yeah. Max. Why not? Yeah, magic. Uh, her whole plan is to blow up the new form reactor at, at Roxon, uh, Roxon Plaza, which is in Harlem. So obviously if she does that, Harlem's going to go down and a lot of people are going to get got. Uh, which which Spidey wants to stop, but at the start of the game you don't know that the Tinkerer is Finn, and Finn obviously doesn't know that Miles is Spider Man. It gets it only really starts to come to a head when you get to the bridge scene, which is one of the big set pieces we've seen in a few we saw in a few demos leading up to the game's release, um, where Finn realizes sorry Miles realizes that Finn is the Tinkerer, the tinkerer. yeah, um, and that whole bridge section kind of goes awry. Uh, the bridge collapses. Miles is sort of to blame because of his new powers, which we should get back into in a moment. We didn't really mention his powers very much. Um, blows up the bridge, blah, blah, blah. She escapes, and then he goes home with his, his tail between his legs a little bit. Um, they meet up. He tries to join the underground, then she catches him out, blah, 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 blah. What did we think of Finn, a.k.a. the Tinkerer? Hmm. She's an interesting character. Now, I wasn't sold necessarily on this whole dynamic of her. I didn't under, the thing I'll never understand in this game for me is how she is so hell bent on not listening to Miles. Like, just listen to him yeah, for five seconds. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. just, just, just listen to him. Like, he didn't trick you or whatever. Like, just, ha- just hit one sentence, hear what he's going to say about the reactor blowing up. And then we can have a little conversation. But she's, she goes very sort of like rogue and angry. And the only other thing I'll say about her, because I do like their dynamic and I never thought it was anything romantic. I always thought it was uh, just a plutonic friendship. And, you know, I thought the more romance for Miles was going towards the Haley type character, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, but, that was definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, but um, I will say that uh, how is she? I know she's got programmable matter and we're in a Superman, a Superman, superhero sort of universe. Um, she was, you know, out Spider Maning Spider Man sometimes. I was like, you, you were a science, you're a science <laughs> well, uh, student. Come on, man. Like, you've got she no power. Essentially killed spider-man like she had him she yeah. could have killed him but yeah but then uh spidey reveals himself to be mild and she backs off and she also is about to kill rhino she is like canonically in in this yes. in the insomniac marvel universe she may be the strongest villain <laughs> no sorry scratch her. she may be the song- strongest character uh, the, only person, the only thing that could defeat her is the strength I don't know, of the like, people There was a York. lot of times where Peter and her were like fighting in the, was it the Roxxon like car park kind of thing? And he's like, no killing. And she's like, I want to kill things. And it was just kind of like, yeah. oh, okay, turn it down game. Like there yeah. can be shades yeah, of like, gray. <laughs> where, um, yeah. I know it's a superhero game. She shit out of Miles and he reveals himself and she just looks in his eyes and says, come near me again. I'll kill you. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, Okay. Badass. <laughs> but the end. Yeah, I found the end of her character. I was going to talk about. Can we talk about her? The end of her character, her arc, because yep. I, 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 I do feel like she has the best line in the game, and I also feel like that even though I hated all of her sort of, I will not listen to you. I am correct. Sort of start very stubborn stance. It did lead to an extremely emotional payoff in the game, which had me tearing Mm. up quite a lot when she just says, just let go 
miles you have to let go or whatever. I actually... That got me. Wow. That got that, me real it, it, Do you know what about that? That really crept up on me because that was so cinematic. It was... It's yeah. one of those moments yeah. it where... It was, wasn't it? It just... It's something about it, like, the you know, when you watch a film in the cinema and a moment really catches you off guard because I was like, oh, this is going to be a nice ending to the... This is going to be... It's a cool ending to the game. I, I like the final boss fight. I thought that was very cool. I thought it had... I amazing graphics great um and then the particle effects were mental yeah and then like to, to come to but i was like i'm not gonna get emotional I, I can't see myself getting emotional and then that happened and i was like there's a tear running down my face and you know ah oh, just so I think it worked in respect of her arc you know i don't believe it necessarily but with the payoff it was 100 percent worth it because I, I i'm sure as you guys just said i wasn't the only one who got emotional watching yeah. those final moments between the two of them. Yeah, that hit me really hard. I think that what this game does, which was refreshing uh, against other superhero um, properties we've had recently, is the ending, the climax, was really personal. Mm. Like, mm. At, at the end, they were best friends. Mm. Like, that's yeah. what we saw. It was two best friends. It wasn't the world ending. It wasn't some big laser beam shooting into the sky. There was a big laser beam shooting in the sky. There was a big laser beam. No, it was, it <laughs> was, was a person flying with her racing towards the sky. It. Okay? Yeah. God damn it. it was okay, there was lasers laser and such. <laughs> but it, it just, everything else became secondary. Yeah. It was somebody recognizing that she has become almost irredeemable. She it's, was irredeemable. She at that point. She needed to do something. It's a Darth Vader moment. If you think about it, right? If he wasn't his father, her father, his no, father. But you, you dig it. <laughs> Maybe twist in, in the sense that you know Darth Vader spends the entire original trilogy being the, the the bad guy. You know he is the great evil, and then in the final moments has his moment of redemption, and he. I guess sort of reverts, as it were, back to being Anakin Skywalker mm. for a few moments. And those are the few moments that count. And he saves Luke. And it was a very similar sort of thing here. There was a turning point where Finn was no longer just Finn. She became the tinkerer and she was the villain. And that's what part of the reason why, yes, she was so stubborn and she wouldn't listen to reason and blah, 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 which is flawed in many ways. But again, yes, it works for the payoff. Mm. And at the end, she realises oh, I have been so wrong about all of this this whole time. My naivety and my arrogance blinded me to the truth. I need to do something to right my wrongs. And she has that, as I'm going to call it, a Darth Vader moment where for just the last few minutes, she is no longer the tinkerer. She is just Finn and Mm, she is saving Miles. And Mm. that's the moment. That's what I really like. like. She flies up there with the mask on, but she turns off and she's like, no, I'm kind of going out as, as myself. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's a very overused, I think, writing uh, tool. So, like Darth Vader, they do it with Loki and stuff like that. We can have a character who does so much bad, but the moment they flip, it's like, ah, you're mm. a sweetheart. You're like, you're all right now. It's a cheap trick. It's, a, it's just like that emotional lever that they can pull, but it works really well. I think and part phenomenal- of the reason why it does work so well is because you've got things like the time capsules, and in that second to last mission, you do have that moment where you're walking around the museum. Oh, the Last of Us 2 mission. Yeah, yeah. Where you walk oh, around an the aquarium. aquarium. The What's aquarium. with PlayStation games and aquariums lately? I was literally like, did they watch Did they watch Last of Us Part 2 and just add this yeah, subsequent scene in? Like, is this going to be like... 
a oh, scene yeah. in all the games. If if Horizon Zero Dawn comes out next year, and there's a scene where you walk through some sort of like air and space museum with oh, an aquarium gosh. adjacent, you, oh, um, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, because you, you, you definitely get that impact, and you get a lot of their backstory, and you get a lot of their relationship and their dynamic as friends. And I personally would say there was definitely, I think for the first half, I was like, oh, yeah, they clearly are love interests. And then she's like, no, you were like my brother. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's that one down the drain. He's but, like, oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, like, I definitely understood their relationship. You know, they they were the best of friends. in, And even post-game, when you're picking up the postcards and you're doing the scavenger hunt and you get the voicemails from from Miles' dad. Uh, Jefferson. Um and she, and he says, you know, you and our almost daughter Finn, and my heart. And I'm like, oh, oh man, that's 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 mm. it though. That's a thing. Like she was never ostracized it's- or an outcast. So far as Miles was concerned, she was always safe around mm. him and with his family. And then when that changed, is when she goes, well, I can't. I've I've lost my brother. And now I've lost my almost brother and I can't handle that. And I'm going to shut down mentally and emotionally and just ignore everything else. Which also, can I just point out? Yes, she was an idiot for not listening. But also Miles was an idiot for not just saying the reactor's going to blow up all of harm. Yeah, yeah. Like he, I that's think all, he, I he think spent two going, he wait, did wait, wait, say he that He could have said that. He could have said that. Like, just flat ref- out she didn't she believe listened. it. She didn't believe it. Well, yeah, but it, only it, towards the very end when it she was, was like, like, "Nah, my calculations are correct." Because every time my, he went to say friend. it, she punched him in the throat with her superhuman <laughs> fist. <laughs> but it was like, it just—he could have just said, "Ah, oh, Simon Krieger's tampered with it. Simon Krieger's fucked with it." So, like something, and just like, "Nah, wait, 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 no, we need to talk, Finn. Please, wait. We we need to talk." Oh, she's gone. So yeah, I think <laughs> there's an interesting parallel between both Finn and Mars because they both watch very, very important people in their lives. Well, I mean, they both start off getting the um, Space Bound Young Researchers Award, so they're clearly very intelligent. They both have somebody very close, near and dear to them, die in front of them, essentially. Um, and they both have the means to become quite powerful beings within this universe. It's just Miles had guidance and she didn't. Hmm. And it, it, yeah. it's one of those like kind of like sliding doors moments where Miles would have gone that way if he didn't have, you know, Peter, Rio, mm-hmm. um, and Genki, you know, people around him to support yeah. him. Yeah. Um, where she didn't have that, and so she just sought revenge. Because I remember vaguely in 2018 Spider-Man after Jefferson Miles' father dies, Miles is angry. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but he's, he's calmed down. Yeah. Exactly, and kind of like those are the steps that prevented him becoming. Finn. Yeah. I, re- I, I really enjoyed that. And sorry, something I didn't mention before, that um, that last scene where he absorbs all the power from the the reactor before being flown up by Finn and blowing up. Um, I loved that that scene was the first thing we ever saw of this yeah, game. Right? Yeah. When he punches yeah. into the reactor and he starts absorbing it. The first yeah. time we ever saw this game was um, Miles... Uh, fist in a machine basically and electricity both the purple electricity of the the new mm. or the new form yeah, and the orange venom. energy of the venom power sort of intermingling and i love that i got chills when i saw that again mm. in the game yeah yeah that nice was a really really um, good moment now speaking of new form and probably one of the weaker 
new characters in, in the game. Simon Krieger, uh, played by Trey Baker, is the R&D director of Roxxon. Roxxon's the new, the new Oscorp, as we said before, just uh, a company that comes in and no one's, no one's suspicious that they all have machine guns, which is strange. Now, I don't think there's that much to say about him. He's a, he's a bit of a dick. Mm. And then he goes average, to jail. Cool. Average character. Did he look like Topher Grace from Spider-Man 3? Uh, I can't remember what for Grace's character, uh, Venom. Uh, so it would be, um, what is Eddie it? Brock. Brock. Eddie, Eddie Brock. Brock. Did he not look just like Eddie Brock from Spider-Man 3 or is it just me? Well, I can safely say that we all know that, I mean, this is a sort of spoiler, but we all know that, you know that how Insomniac are sort of retooling the villains a little bit in this universe and stuff like that. We, yeah. you, we're we all aware that, you know, Green Goblin's son is going to be Venom now. We know that, right? That's yeah. That's certain. The so scenes, yeah. there's no actual link there, but he does look a bit like him, Jesse, I guess. But oh, as soon as I saw him, I can see where you're coming from. Oh, a little I... weedy dude with peroxide blonde curly hair. Nah, he's dead on. This is kind of like a um uh well, who did um Ellie from Last of Us look like when it first came out? Uh you're thinking of Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Yeah. It's that situation as well. Mm. Same thing. Um, and also we had Rhino, so it's kind of cool because in 2018 Spider-Man, um, Miles comes up against Rhino, but it's a stealth mission because he doesn't have the means to take him on. But then in their first encounter in this new game, which is really cool, you ride Rhino through a shopping mall and it yep. looks amazing. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, are holding up some goons while Peter Parker fights Rhino. Peter gets his ass hand to him and then you jump in and it just shows your growth. Last time you met, you were sneaking in the shadows, avoiding him, and now you're punching him in the face with the fucking electricity powers. Mm. The venom powers, which... Why did they... Like, I know Insomniac didn't do it. I know it was the Marvel writers. I don't know who created Miles. But why would you call that power venom power when you have a villain called Venom? Yeah. Well, I think It's that's, like Batman being like, oh, it's my new Joker belt. That's true, but I mean, like, I, that never crossed my mind. Yeah, over like the last uh, seven or eight years, reading like you know Miles books, but um, I think here, uh, I think that's got to be something they're definitely going to play up actually in the sequel, um, because I mean like Miles got his powers from a spider that was in the same lab where Venom mm. is, you know, on Harry Osborn, you know, right now. Mm. So I think that isn't a coincidence. They're going to play that up quite a bit. When Venom is revealed, it's going to be like, oh, he came from this. Like, he has this same power. Oh, it's he has a Venom or something, you know? Like, yeah. I think it's yeah, obviously king into that. that moment. Yeah. Well, before but, we get too into what we think the sequel will be, because uh, Josh, I know you have a few thoughts about that, and we can go into what that uh, essentially after credit scene is. Um, let's go through a few um, complaints we have in the game. Now, also, just before we touch on that, uh, I really like the introduction of a new... Uh, podcast that Miles mm. listens to. He listens to Danica Hart and the Danny yes. Cast. Yeah. And her back and forth with J. Jonah Jameson's podcast, Just Facts, is amazing. And I love they have doubled down on J. Jonah Jameson being Trump. Because yeah. he calls, at the start of the game, he calls uh, Spider-Man low energy, like Trump calls people. And I'm not sure if it's, if it's in the comics and he has a relative or uh, like a nephew named Jared. Mm. Um, I hope he doesn't and they wrote in this wrote Jared in as like is Jared Kushner. nephew? Yeah, I think in, in the I, game I he keeps so. saying he's, he's his nephew. But whenever I heard Jared, I'm just imagining Trump talking to Jared Kushner and it works so well. Because well, he's just calling him a dickhead. Jared in the 2018 Spider-Man as he well? He was, yeah. Yeah. I remember. Oh, really? Okay, well, yeah, yeah. take that back. 
But um, I do like I do love J. Jonah Jameson in this game. I wish there was more like have oh, his yeah. have his stuff as collectibles where you can listen to um like bonus episodes of the podcast. Or his Christmas like album. I, we got a sneak peek. Oh my god, I need his Christmas yeah, album Santa so much. Claus. Um, Make it happen. I dude, need extended we? versions of him. I almost want there to be a radio station like um, WCTR in, in San Andreas where you can just listen to comedy mm. for the entire game. That'd be fantastic. Also, also the soundtrack of this game yeah, yeah. is phenomenal. It's very oh, yeah. good. It's very good, Jesse. But can I just say, my actually, if you want to talk about criticism, this might segue you or whatever. My one criticism of the game, and tell me if I'm wrong and I've missed this. I wanted to be swinging around the city listening to tunes oh, yeah. that, that I wanted yeah. to listen to. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. yeah. On the uh, smartphone app thing, when you swipe yeah. on the touchpad, yeah. just let you swipe across yeah. again and just bring up, like, you know. That'd be cool. And, like, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense because I mean, a big part of Miles' character is music. Like, he, he creates beats. Yeah. So, how cool would it be if you went around town and you collected songs, watchdog style, Hells Yeah Watchdogs, mm. um, yeah. and collected new songs to listen to, including Miles' own songs? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, because. Oh, man. Yeah, go on. I was going to say the What's Up Danger song from Into the Spider Verse, for example, right? Oh, Which they clearly ripped off yeah. oh, at the start yeah. of this game, you know getting your ps5 putting this game in and then swinging through the city like we do at the start of this game. i don't know what song it is when we when we start off with miles but i think it's that's a, a the proper, new jane smith song yeah it's, um, a, it's a proper next gen experience i want to swing around the city listening to what i want to listen to or at least have a selection of like 20 tracks and it would have been cool if you could go around the city and unlock tracks like as collectibles like you know what i mean by that like i just feel like that yeah, that yeah, would have been 100%. a very cool um, mechanic well because Absolutely. What I was going to say is you even have an entire, I guess it was side quest of collectibles, but you mm. grabbing Audio. sound samples Sounds, yeah. around the city. Yeah. And yeah, you... Um, By the way, I hate you, those you, missions. You then create this track. Yeah, I hate Did those you? missions. I, I thought they were clunky. Yeah, I, I felt they didn't work all the time. I literally stood yeah, in dude. Central Park for one, for like honestly 10 minutes going, fuck this, I'm getting out of here. I'm just not doing this anymore. Yeah, they, idea, they would yeah, nice but idea. It was a cool I, idea, not the, um, done well. I would have preferred if there was more like you found it via vibration, the control. Like, let's just use the dual sense a bit more here. Yeah. Um, sorry, I think we're about to go into complaints a bit. So, just before um, we well, do. Just before we do, I yeah. just want to go onto the soundtrack very quickly. Um, so, the three original songs created for the game is This Is My Time by Lecrae. Lecrae um, is amazing. Clean rapper. Clean rapper does yeah. not do any dirty rap. <laughs> Love it. Um, I'm Ready by Jaden and Where We Come From also by LeCrae, which yeah. plays mm. right at the end. And they have been um, on repeat for me for the last few days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But mm. I would have liked to have definitely had more soundtrack moments where, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Because when when they bring it in, when they bring those songs in, it works really fucking well. Yeah, like, yeah. Really it feels great. Well. Feels so good, uh, but they could yeah. have absolutely had a few more mo- like moments where that came into yeah. effect. Could have been and financial. Could have been financial licensing yeah, tracks. Absolutely, and that, I mean, that's not to say the business. actual um, the actual music, the actual soundtrack for the game is great. Like when you swing mm. around, you saw that orchestral build up and stuff every now and then, and mm. that's cool. But I wish you did have the option, especially because when you're in the apartment, which is one of my f- a very very cool apartment. I love the vibe of that. Mm. It was. Insomniac are now on the same level of as Naughty Dog of just creating a, a lived-in space. Yeah, that's a character um, itself. Or you can like, just walk around, you can, you can from. mess around with a few little things. It felt really cool. But when you go into the records to mm-hmm. play during the Christmas mm. dinner, 
Um, I wish you could listen to those songs. And like you said at the start, Harlem and I mean New York as a whole is a cultural melting pot. I want to hear songs from different countries and stuff. Uh That can be really really cool. Like a GTA radio style system, which is still, I think, the best music system in any game, like where you can just tune into the radio and hear skits, podcasts sort of moments and tracks of a genre that you want to hear is potentially the way forward for this uh, franchise, if they can do it, you know? If if they can get the licensing, which, I mean, it's a Sony game. It is backed by Sony. Mm. Sony Music has an incredible array of artists underneath their record label. Yes, obviously, there will still be fees that will need to be paid and so on and so forth, but surely they can reach a relatively decent arrangement that will benefit both parties. Say with Spider-Man 2018, we all, I think we all agree that some of the side quests become a little bit tedious to get that platinum. Yeah. Um, like doing all the X amount of crimes in each area. I think it would make them a lot more palatable. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sort of just jamming along because I know a lot of people will probably be listening to Spotify or to a podcast yeah. or, you know, fantastic 100%. podcasts like Story Mode or Fan Critical. Yeah. Well done, yeah. Jesse. <laughs> um, and that, like, that's a great thing to, to do where, you, where you're swinging around, but I would like if it was built in the game a bit more. And then that way, when you get a call or something like that, the music can die down rather than you have yeah. to lower your environment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But with that being said, um, let's roll into um, complaints. Uh, Josh, it sounds like you've got, you've got a few. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, well, I did think that the pacing of the story itself, and I thought the characters and everything were great. Um, I will say that um, I'm a, I am concerned about the future of the franchise gameplay-wise. I know that this was a half step. Um, not uh, trying to take a dig at the game, of course, but, you know, like we were saying, this is more of a Lost Legacy kind of standalone expansion um, than the next big step for this franchise. Um, I just felt that the combat, while you got those Venom powers, um, wasn't changed up enough. Um even with you got some interesting like jetpack enemies near the end of Spider-Man 2018 that I know a lot of people thought were annoying to fight. I hated I, them. I loved them. I loved uh, that I, they were flying around because you the way yeah. you, the combat changed. Like you still had to swing around. You started to work with that momentum, but it was a matter of like getting up to them in a way, and yeah, it made yeah. me think no, completely no. differently uh, about the uh, character. I agree with you, on I, that, Josh. I do think that the enemy variation in this game is poor. Um, yeah. to the point of, but I think that's just a, it's a, it's a consequence of a shrunk, a truncated game where instead of yes. throwing loads of stuff in there, I will also say though, that I still think this combat system is the, but when you get it right, when you get this oh, combat system oh. right and you're on like a 30 combo streak and you are ducking, diving, dodging, finishing move, venom punch, venom smash, duck, duck, dodging, do it, duck, it is the most liberating combat system. Like oh, it the feels thing, great. Ghost of Tsushima is similar when you are switching stances to and, and literally just parrying like four yeah. different types of enemies. It feels like you are amazing at the game. And I yeah. do love it for that. Like I, I think that the way they just need to freshen it up because I think the Venom stuff did help. Uh, and even the camo, like sometimes when you're in trouble, just camoing and then then moving around and stunning an enemy was was really interesting. I think they just need more enemy types. I think that's just what it comes down to. If they just made a few more different enemy types, uh, different situations for for Miles, which I think they will do in the next game, and there'll be a lot of combo stuff, I hope, between the two characters, then I, I think that will really help it. But man, I just felt so good playing this game. Like I felt so... I felt like I was a superhero when you play this combat. Like You just feel yeah. like your reactions are unbelievable. 
I did at times. I did at times. I had a lot of issues with the rocks on enemies, specifically the shield fucks. Because yeah. the the gimmick the gimmick being that the rocks on enemies have a way of disrupt like they release some weird energy that disrupts your ability to use the venom powers. Yeah. That gimmick in and of itself, absolutely fine, not an issue. Yeah. However, it is complete bullshit when an a shield enemy that is over ten feet away from you touches the ground yeah. and sends out eight shockwaves that you don't get any spider sense warning for. You don't get a fucking heads up for. You're in the middle of beating up some obnoxious fucker with a rocket launcher, and then all of a sudden, you get hit by the back. Hold up. Hold up a moment here. Okay, hold up. You have Spider-Man powers. You can turn invisible. You can shoot webs. And when you're not stunned, you can shoot electricity in your hands. And you think it's bullshit for us (laughs) to be hit by that shield. What about that shield guy? He's like, this kid got bitten by a fucking spider. I got bitten by a spider, and I threw up. Yeah. Right, but hang on, no, but hear, hear me out on this, right? What's the in-game explanation for him being able to touch his shield on the ground lightly mm. and send out eight yeah. completely undodgeable New electric waves? It's called rocks on It's called rocks on Programmable yeah. matter, baby. Not, <laughs> no, yeah. but that's the underground gimmick, mm. which yeah, well, the underground share. weapons felt fine. I, I Yeah, there was a few times I'm like, eh, that's kind of bullshit, but whatever, that wasn't a huge issue. Um, I, I don't. I didn't like the the. I guess all like the warhammer enemies, the guys with the massive shields and like the warhammer things. They were a little bit annoying. I like the ones with the whip. Yeah, that would like grab you. They that, they were cool. They were tricky to get around. I felt like yes. they were the jetpackers of this game because yeah, you had to like think a little sword, bit different. The sword and whip guys. Um, those were those were cool. Those were fun. Just, those were engaging. But something I, I liked like, about the combat compared to twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen was very one on one, whereas this one is more. Uh, AOE attacks, so you you felt uh, a little bit not clumsy, but you would, you weren't as confident as Peter. You weren't tar- you couldn't target people. You didn't have that same uh, precision. I felt oh, it was very much like kind of Wait, smash and grab. Like I think come the targeting just wasn't as moves. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean I the, ta- the targeting cool. system is a bit weak. I mean, uh, but the, the, you're right. The venom charge, the venom smash, and the the venom punch they all they look incredible. And oh, they feel and the way they, they sprinkle that great. in, yeah, throughout the so game, nice. you're constantly so getting nice. new venom power. Feels good. Yeah. Man. Oh, oh, as soon as it. I unlocked the mega venom blast, I went back to oh, one yeah. of the underground hideouts that pissed me off. Oh, yeah. I just lay into. I love it. I was stealthing, building up my venom bar, and as soon as I had max of venom, I'm like, cool. Break stealth, walk into the middle of the room, just keep dodging till everyone's bundled up. Yeah. Max venom charge. I think. Love it. To me, all superhero games are going to have the same problem of how do you make normal human goon enemies dangerous? And that's what annoyed me in 2018. It was just like, give them jetpacks. And I feel like I've seen this done a trillion times. I felt like this game did a few little things different, like the guys with the whips that would catch you and pull you in and stuff like that. It's like, okay, you've pulled me closer to you. I'm a superhero. Was that wise? I have electricity. Was that a smart decision? Do you want me close to you? <laughs> the whips were um, a thing in the previous game as well. Were they? Yeah. 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 And, and also the ones that would fire the... Oh, yeah, shit, they were. Sorry. Like capture nets. Oh, yeah, um, yeah they're like bolts. But there always yeah. any problem, especially when you have villains that are so heightened in their... in you know, With boss battles and stuff like that, they're so crazy with their powers. It's very easy to make all the other villains seem boring. It's like, well, should a hero like me being really be that vulnerable to gunfire... 
That's well, why I feel like the way to, to shake me. things up in that way is to give you more fun ways to take down the enemies. And that's why yes. I think that in 2018, I had more fun taking down enemies because I had more weapons to choose from. Um, so I can I approach things wall, differently. The wall that's, jump. You know, you used to jump into oh, a wall and jump wall off jump it. That was like the best move. Dirt. I was really oh, mad that you can do yeah. in this one. So good. You can, you can do it. That, that, you, you dodge yeah, yeah, into you the wall and then you yeah. punch off it. I felt like you could You do that. You do like the spin. I was garbage this game. No, you can you can also unlock a perk, which then like that leaves a venom impact. Ooh. Oh, yeah, so they're like that's all a, that's staticky. A thing. All right, yeah. I need to get back to the. I need to try that out. Um, but that you did raise a good point there, Josh. In the weapons, like your gadgets, yeah, are obviously seriously condensed for obvious reasons. It's a seriously condensed game. I found myself using the remote mines, the obvious webs. And very rarely did I ever use the gravity well, and I never used the hollow. I'm the opposite. <laughs> did he let you the gravity well? I went the hollow guys are great. I upgraded them for the sake mm. of upgrading them. Of course. But yeah. literally, I think I used them twice. And all I, I do is I throw all of them out and then just walk away. Uh, I didn't use any gadgets <laughs> for the whole game. I'm not even joking. I didn't even shoot, uh, like, obviously, shooting not even the, the web shooters? Not at enemies, oh. not once. And and do you know why? I felt like it slowed down a little bit. I felt like it just oh maybe I used the holograms like when I first got the little hologram guys, I used them. And then yeah, like Simon did, I upgraded it, but I just never ended up ended up using it in combat. I felt it was a bit clunky. Um and I yeah, preferred the fluidity it, of just, you know, yeah. button mashing square, circle, triangle, X and you know, I, I prefer that. I don't know. But it's interesting, isn't it? Like that you've got the option. Like you've got the options to do these fights anyway. You could stealth the whole bloody game if you really need, if you wanted to. Well, that's what was that's great. That's a about massive it. complaint I have. Mm. That massive. You, that's, that's my biggest complaint is uh, the stealth in the game is really really good. It's way too good. You're you're OP as hell. Yeah. I, I I could go through areas completely not being seen. I'm like I know you're not meant to play the game like this, and I know I'm breaking it, and that's partly on me. Mm. But I wish they were you know every now and then look up. I'm well, not that far above you. I think when you played like The Last of Us Part Two and you've got their amazing AI system with the enemies, like li- yeah. literally looking under cars on top of surfaces and they're completely like their own character. The AI in this game is laughably, hilariously bad in comparison yes. to that. <laughs> like something could be mid-sentence no. and you lift them up and you swing them, like you web them to a wall and it's like, no one said, hey, Frank, you're gonna finish your story? <laughs> oh, where's Frank? I better yeah. not look up at all. I would actually, I would to offer a counter argument there. I would say the stealth is vastly improved to Spider Man 2018. Oh no, I agree with that. I went that just shows to, how bad 2018 was for stealth. Because yeah. I, I bought the special edition of Miles Morales, so I got the download code for the remastered 2018, and I started playing that as well. And the, the stealth in that is broken. As oh, it yeah. is now. But the other thing that sort of gets me is like the underground, they do a really, really good thing of jumping around very sporadically and very randomly. Don't mind that. And yeah. That can catch you off guard. And that fucked me up a couple of times. Also, the other thing that they did is they did definitely improve the AI when it comes to sneaking, where they would have two characters talking to each other. And yeah. whilst they are talking to each other and within close proximity, you cannot take them down. Whereas but, in 2018, you could take them down. So long as they weren't making eyes at each other, yeah. you could take them down. It's yeah, also worth noting... 
Yeah. Sorry. That 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 little uh, when you click in the right stick and it has like danger or if it's safe to yeah. take that bugged out, me. That actually works this time. It, <laughs> Last it works. Time, yes. It didn't pop up like half the time, and when it did, it was like wrong sometimes. Or you'd be clicking it with your focus right on the enemy, and it just wouldn't work. Um, but I was glad they ironed that out because I love that. I love being able to know but- if I'm. No, I, I found that half the time it was actually wrong, or there would be times when it would flick back and forth between oh, really? safe yeah. and danger, safe and danger, safe and danger. And I'm like, well, what is it? And I'd be like, right, <laughs> fuck it. your damn mind. We'll Better take punch. down it is. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And then, sure enough, it, it is safe. There was, so, there are a number there of was different There was definitely a lot, of, lot oh. of improvement in that regard. Yes, it's not great. It's still a broken as fuck system. But, I mean, if you have a look at, like, for example, the Batman Arkham games, like the stealth is broken as fuck in that. Oh, yeah. but, I mean, obviously you're Batman, so yeah, yeah. I just feel like um, it's not much fun. I really hope they can find some way to spice that up, or just do away with stealth. Even I think well, they, if you need to be stealthy, on enemies very late into the game. Sorry, Jesse. Um, where they had the the infrared goggles that can see heat you. signatures. Yeah, but the thing is, what right? was the point? Though? Was, yeah, like, right? it didn't do anything. How were they visible at ground level? Yeah, but also the other thing with that is that when they spot you, they do a massive scan. They do a wide scan. Like if you are fighting them and then you go invisible to try and run away, they do a massive scan and pick up exactly where you are. Why don't they just randomly do that beforehand? If they're like, oh, hang on a sec, Gary's gone fucking missing. It might be Spider-Man. Let me do a giant scan, which I apparently have the ability to do. Cool. Oh, yeah, there he is. (laughs) There you go. Problem solved. And and that forces you into the combat in what I would feel would be a much more organic way other than just you dropkick some motherfucker off, like, the ceiling. And you're like, (laughs) sup, bitches. Here I am. And they go, oh, look, look, it's Spider-Man. No, it's Spider-Man. I'm just getting a charger. One second. Up. Len's lost his venom powers. <laughs> We're not cutting this either. This is all no, 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 show. No, no. Play it fast and loose. Hells yeah. yeah. Um, another um, thing that I thought was incredibly frustrating was just the whole remapping of the weapon wheel to the right bumper, which I um, didn't talk about in the if podcast. You ha- if you hold it's a problem it down, that even tattoo, I was playing it annoying. before the podcast today, and it's just like it's so no, strange. I kept, I kept making that mistake as well. Yeah, and it's not, it's not even it. like a um, muscle memory thing because when I no. do get into the rhythm and it does work, it's a, a matter of I hold down the button too long to do a web shooter or like just like what? a split second or like the other way around where like I go to like, you know, hold down the weapon wheel and it just doesn't pop up. What's the D-pad used for anything in this game? Um, the, uh, Yeah, invisibility and I believe that's it. And healing. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, I would have been perfect the scene. for that with four gadgets. Yeah, four gadgets yeah. and like, yeah. Absolutely. Or even really no, there's no problem with them keeping the weapon wheel the same in this game because you could have just had Venom Punch be on the right bumper where you hold it down because you have to hold down the right bumper to use any Venom powers in the first place. It doesn't make a difference. It was just a dumb mm. decision. Maybe it was a marketing thing so they could have the, the dual sense ripples from your left hand to your right when you use the venom punch. But, but it's so cool, it just, man. It, it doesn't make cool. any sense. That at all, so. I, I, only, I only read it a couple of times. No, fair enough. But no, I, I really enjoyed the, the way that venom powers worked, but I felt that they were kind of underpowered in a lot of, in a lot of circumstances. 
Like, if I'm point-blank uppercutting a motherfucker with an electrically charged fist, and I am <laughs> fucking Spider-Man, I expect this guy to go into fucking orbit. I don't expect him to fall backwards a little bit, spend a couple minutes on the ground going, ow, and then get back up. That's a little bit weird. Yeah. But then there are other times when, when you do it and it kills everyone. Like, everyone just fucking vaporizes. It's... <laughs> It's I a love bit jarring. The um the disconnect between oh no, I knock somebody off a building. Good thing there are some web traps there to catch them and they don't die. But in other ones, I am just pummeling somebody against a wall, shooting four thousand volts into their rib cage. It's like It's not the voltage that will kill you, it's the current. It's the amps that will kill you. That's a yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, nerd, you're you real. Heard it you're here real. First. That is, that is genuine fact. You can take 50,000 volts straight to the nipples if you so wish. You go for it, Jesse. I will. I believe in you. <laughs> I, will, I, don't, I don't want to hey, be, don't don't be too negative either on the combat, but like, did you guys find yourself challenged by it much? No. I but, died once in the whole game. shield fuckers? No. The only uh, time I not, kind of found myself know. feeling challenged was the uh, Harlem fight just because there was that much going on. Mm. At some time, I will yeah. tell I you this. Yeah, gone. I was going to say, I'll tell you this. Uh, you get your PS5. I've been dovetailing Demon Souls and Miles Morales. They're the perfect combination. In oh, Demon Souls, I am challenged to the point of serious rage, almost breaking my brand new beautiful dual sense. Even though it has got its little haptic feedback, it's, you know, I, I, it will get smashed at some point. And then oh, going no. from that <laughs> to Miles, where I'm just enjoy like. I enjoy Demon Souls for a different reason, but oh. to, to 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 then just literally, I was literally playing Demon Souls for like two hours, and I go, I'm just going to jump into Miles Morales for two hours, and just jump to that, and I was like, oh, this is so nice and relaxing. This is exactly what I need right now, just yeah, to I calm me before going to bed. So I enjoyed the fact <laughs> that it wasn't a challenge, to be honest with you. I think it, it's not designed necessarily to be a challenge. It's meant to be visually stimulating, mm. which yeah. is it, like the combat, yeah. Isn't- the hard thing in the world. Yes, I, I just but want to think is, a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Do a Ruby's Cube while you play something like that. Do a Sudoku. Do a Sudoku. In the non existent loading screens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I don't know. I, no, I feel like there's more they could do there to kind of spice I, things I, up. I definitely think combat could be spiced up, but the problem, problem sort of lies in the fact that it uses a similar formula to the Arkham games, which, when that first came out, was incredible and kind of revolutionary for superhero games. But now we've seen it, and we've seen it, and we've seen it, and we've seen it. And it's like, okay, what's the next step up from here? And I suppose some- that I, I see Spider-Man as more of a parallel to like something like Devil May Cry or like Bayonetta, where it's more like, you know, it's you're, knock- you're, you're juggling enemies and you're, you know, you're doing your combos and you're jumping around and you're swinging around. But yeah, no, I, I, get, the, I get the comparisons to Arkham, of course. I mean, but- obviously, because it's two superheroes, so yeah. 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 Um, mm. But- I, I died maybe about five or six times, but every time I died, I thought it felt incredibly cheap. Apart from once. Once I completely mm. fucked up and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's on me. But every other time I died, I felt like it was complete bullshit where I was either targeting and punching the wrong person or I got backed into a corner and then someone pops up from behind me and like shoots me in the <laughs> face or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Where, where has this guy come from? Like... What? What is this? Yeah. So, if I if I did die a lot of the time, it felt bullshit. Apart from like once, so I didn't feel challenged. I felt 
cheaped out. Like, I feel like it was like, uh, no, we're just going to ruin your day right now. Yeah, um, yeah, let's move on, though, to sort of that after credit scene, which we've mentioned, um, and then we can go to what we kind of see could happen in the sequel. Um, at the end of Spider-Man 2018, we see that Norman Osborn has had his son, Harry, who's been mysteriously on a venture somewhere. Well, that's a, what Peter thinks. Um, he's had him locked up. He's in some sort of disease and that. He's in some sort of back to tank. And mm. he's clearly infused with the the Venom symbiote. Mm. Um, in this game, we see that expanded upon where Norman Osborn, the dad, is talking to Dr. Connors, who hopefully becomes a lizard at some point. Um, basically saying, hey, Venom, it's not Venom, Harry's good to go. He's, he's my, my son. Get him out of that water. He's drowning. Um, he's been in there long enough. Doc Connors is like, nah, that's fucked. Don't. Son's going to die. That's Son's going to die. And then Norman's like, Norman's like, yeah, I know. I spent, I've spent billions of dollars and waited years, but now I'm impatient. So get him out of there. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. um, so obviously the sequel will be, uh, could have Lizard, Green Goblin and Venom in it. I don't think Venom is going to be a flat-out villain in this one, especially no. with the sort of uh, the Venom in current media isn't... I mean, he's never really been a full villain. He's always been a uh, anti-villain. Anti-villain. Anti um, anti yeah. anti <laughs> Fuck my life. Anti-hero. Um, so I, th I think it could be more Venom is maybe a good guy. Maybe we get to play as him. That would be cool. Mm. Um, but was it, there was a Spider-Man game a few years back where you got to play Venom at one point, and it was Ultimate Spider-Man. Maybe um, uh, I remember it being kind of cool. There's a couple. Um, yeah, I think it would be more a Green Goblin thing, and he's being helped by the Lizard. Yeah, I'm cool with. Um, it. and the whole Rogues Gallery that's still locked up. The whole Sinister Six is still operational aside from one. I believe. Joker. Hmm. That's a different. That's a different. Yeah, that's theory. a different thing entirely. Mm. <laughs> the shocker. <laughs> yep. That's a Spider-Man villain. We'll yeah, tell you when you're older. Yeah, we know, <laughs> but that's also when a mummy anyway. and daddy love each other very much. <laughs> um, I. All right. <laughs> who would you say? Who would you guys say is the most iconic Spider-Man villain? Green Goblin. In my yeah, opinion. I'd say I'd, I'd probably say Goblin. Yeah, Green Goblin or Venom. Yeah. I, I would argue probably Green Goblin more so than Venom, but Venom's Big wheel. close second. Yeah. And this, so far, we haven't had any Green Goblin-esque signs or anything like that. We've seen Vulture. We've seen all of the other rogues gallery, as it were, apart from Green Goblin. Which I love. You know, all the other Sinister Six. Yeah. Like, we didn't see Doc Ock until the end of... 2018. Oh, and also that reveal, Doc Ock in 2018 Spider-Man was so I loved it. It was so mm. bittersweet. I was uh, like, I handled... fucking love Doc Ock as a villain, but like, I was really loving and getting really attached to Doctor Octavius. Like, yeah. oh, quickly, that, that was harsh. The Doctor Octavius mm. and Peter Parker scene in Miles Morales. So there's like yeah. a flashback the scene where yeah. Miles and Finn are going to go accept their their award. Um, and he, he bumps into Peter, and Peter's there with Doc Ock, not as Doc Ock, obviously, Doc Octavius, and they're talking about some some fucking nerd shit, fucking nerds. Um, mm. I also just real quickly as well, something I didn't mention um, earlier is they have this, they get this award, the cool little Rubik's Cube award or whatever. Um, after Finn dies, uh, there's a really touching scene at the end where Miles lays down that award as like a tribute to her at the church where... Um, 
Mars dad used to take them um, to see concerts and stuff like that. I, I thought yeah. that, was, that was a really touching ending. Um, yeah. And you can go back and visit that. Which I thought was really, really nice. <laughs> My heart. Um, mm-hmm. All I'll but, say about future expectations for the next game is, like I said, I, I personally want to play as Miles again uh, for at least half of the game. I also like Simon's idea of jumping between Peter and Miles and they're both doing different things. It's a massive city, uh, even with the awesome movement and the freedom of movement and getting getting from point A to B can still take you like five minutes because it's just incredible the scale of, of what they've done replicating New York, apart from the Chrysler building. And um, it's mm-hmm. it's it would be lovely to be able to just jump between the two characters and sort of work together in combat situations. I think that's a way they could evolve the combat is to switch perspective during combat to give just a whole fresh take on different angles, yeah. different gadgets from Peter and also using stuff from miles. I mean, of course you have the solo missions, which will be inevitable, but jumping between characters in combat works very well in games like final variety. fantasy seven remake, for example, yeah. you know, yeah, um, that, okay, you shit, know that's, that's a sort of really feel. good example. Bring up that one. So I would, I hope they can and do something also, like that. Well, I mean, on on that note though, Len, like there was a point in the story when you know you you pair up with the Prowler for a bit, or where you are yeah. um, paired up with the Tinkerer to escape the Rock Song. Yeah. And when you do a takedown, the other character jumps in and helps finish them off. Yeah. And those were, although cinematic entirely, were really cool. Mm. Yeah. They, I thought I thought those were cool little moments to sort of sprinkle in, and obviously yeah. it was just a sprinkling I, of like, "Hey, go a little bit fan service for you." Yeah. But if you could do that with the two Spider Men, yeah, that'd that be would unbelievable. be so fucking yeah. fun. I, I think, think that would help huge want Josh's that. issue as well with about the about the making you think more about the combat because if you actually had yeah. to juggle two oh, characters, yeah. it does make it a much more difficult prospect. Like in Final Fantasy VII Remake, when someone who's never seen video games has watched me play that before and they're like, wait, you're controlling all of these characters this quickly? And <laughs> something like that yeah. for someone who hasn't played games or whatever, it does feel daunting like as an idea. Like what? How are you? What the? So I think it would add... Uh, I think it would stop the fluency a bit, but I think it would definitely add to the sort of complexity of combat, uh, which I think is what Josh wanted more of. And I think, yeah. to be honest with you, could, it definitely could do with. And it doesn't necess- I don't think it has to be a mandatory thing either. I'm, no. I'm sure they could probably implement it in such a way that it's an optional thing. Hmm. Um, you know, let's say it's on by default that you are able to control both Spider-Man characters and if you want to only control one in combat mm. you do get that option yeah you know you want to have a solo combat for example or you could do the duo combat and i think yeah. that would that way if you want to have the fluidity and the combos that you're used to getting in these games you can do that you can go for that option yeah. or you could have a bit more depth of you know combat and a bit more i guess sort of variation in the way mm. that you tackle these fights i i don't yeah. want to I don't want two characters at all. I want, okay. I want one. I find okay, Jesse, more- but how about this? How about this? Because I've got a feeling that I'm not, I'm just saying, right. I'm just saying these two Spider-Men can't exist in the same universe forever. I've got a funny it's feeling true. Peter's going to bite the no. bullet in the next one, mate. No way. They're going to subvert your expectations. Yeah, no, I, I, gonna, I, I, I think that's, that's too, that's almost too obvious. No you way. They should do Imagine the uproar. You play half of the game as Peter. And mm. then the game suddenly restarts four days earlier in Seattle. 
and you're playing as Miles. <laughs> <laughs> and you have oh, to go man. hunt down Peter. Um, Could you imagine? <laughs> I, I think the Spider-Man games, um, the Insomniac Spider-Man games, are more narrative-focused than combat-focused. I, personally, yeah. I care more about the narrative in them and the, and the character development. And I, I find the um, kind of... Uh, self-reflective and introspective nature of some some of the moments with spider-man to be some of the strongest moments in the game i feel like if you were partnered up with somebody else you wouldn't have the same moment plus i wouldn't form that same bond with the character if i if i had the ability to switch between mm. two plus that's why also, they're gonna kill peter off well. after about 20 15 20 hours of the next game peter dies and then you're miles for the whole for the rest of the whole <laughs> franchise and you have to deal with the fact that peter's oh, dead man. and it's all your fault you're battling yeah. with that guilt you don't yeah. have him to guide you anymore and then everyone breaks out of the raft no, and can we not your dad was have, never dead can we not have peter parker <laughs> die because after watching spider-verse again um i forgot how heartbreaking that scene at the start of with peter a parker hmm like that's forgotten in that film how much yeah. that hurts to see i cannot yeah. see that happen with plus i mean they just gave spider-man a new face well peter parker sorry they gave peter parker a new face yeah yeah they can't yeah, fuck with but, him now but i mean yeah. we will um we'll definitely see that and i reckon yeah um what i reckon 2022 20, for spider-man yeah, I think they're working on it now. I mean, the great thing about this franchise, they've they've already got the infrastructure there now built on PS5. So yeah, in terms true. of it, they, they don't have to evolve the actual environment at all. Now it's got hey. ray tracing and everything. So well, maybe the uh, next one will run at yeah. four, um, 60 frames and 4K. Oh, my God. At the same but time. I, I, I do think that they have to work on, you know, they just be working on the character models and the story beats. And to be fair, they seem very efficient. This Insomniac, you know, Insomniac. they churn out oh, dude, Ratchet and Clank. House. Ratchet and Clank oh, yeah. and this in short proximity of each other. I think they've been working on Spider-Man 2 whilst this is going on. Yeah. Uh, obviously building different they've elements. They've just opened up a new studio as well. They have like four or five, like hundreds of I, people large. Yeah. I yeah. kind of I, feel like Insomniac is going to be the developer that dominates this generation. I, I was going to say Can that, yeah. Um, like, Insomniac have come from, I guess, sort of, I wouldn't say nowhere, but they've always been sort of like a middling developer, and they've always been good. They've never had the respect they deserve, because Ratchet yeah, & Clank series, um, and also... I don't I like remember. Infamous, but a lot of people <laughs> like Infamous. A lot of people like Infamous. I mean, it's not my bag, but... That's Sucker Punch. It, oh, always- sorry, that's Sucker Punch. Just a drive yeah, by the right. punch. That is right. Yeah. Yeah. Not even talking about the game. But <laughs> studios like mixed up. <laughs> Classic. But, you know, they've always been, I guess, sort of uh, a developer that people go, oh, yeah, it'll be a good game, but it won't be great. Yeah. And then recently they've just knocked it out the park. Mm. They've just. If, if Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is, a, is as good as I think it's going to be, then I think they've done a fantastic job. Oh. So. I'm not even a Ratchet and Clank fan, and I'm. Oh, it looks phenomenal. The Ratchet and Clank on PS4 was one of the biggest hits. Like, (laughs) was slept on. It should have been. Also, eventually, of course, they'll finally realize, okay, we're fucking around with our lesser properties, Ratchet and Clank and Spider Man, and they'll finally revisit Resistance. Um, you know, grow up, Mm. and they'll revisit Mm. Resistance. Resistance Four, Rise of Man. mm. Fuck, they have a great catalog of games. They do. Give them Spyro. Hey, Insomniac, friends of, friend of the show. Keep up the good work. And we will wrap it up there. So if you want to listen to uh, more of our stuff, we're on Spotify and iTunes. Subscribe and leave us a review. And if you want to check out more fan-critical podcasts and listen to Len's lovely voice, um, yeah. all their podcasts are available on all good podcasting services. What do you guys have in the pipeline at the moment? Oh, wow. So TV and film industry has been decimated by COVID. 
you know, games have flourished during COVID, I feel. <laughs> and uh, I think the movie industry has ground to a very strong halt. So we actually have uh, some commissioned podcasts from some of our Patreons uh, covering some horror movies, uh, ca- ca- uh, covering Chadwick Bo- one of Chadwick Boseman's final films. Uh, which um, is, the new one know, that just came out. But it's coming up, uh, sorry. We haven't done that yet. We are going to do that. Um, but also we do a, se- a series called How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That, which is uh, where we've all admitted to each other that we've been lying about what films we've famously said mm-hmm. we've seen, but we actually haven't. And you'd be amazed. Everyone does this. You know, you talk to mm-hmm. people who, and they'll just be in a sort of, you know, water cooler conversation and someone will bring up a film and go, oh, yeah, yeah. And then someone will go, oh, you remember that bit? Yeah, definitely remember that bit. And it turns out we've been lying about so many films. I hadn't seen um, uh, Reservoir Dogs, which that is crazy. Uh, Lucy hadn't mind. seen Pulp Fiction. Emma hadn't seen Gladiator. John hadn't seen Spirited Away. So we've been going through rewatching these films, having fun with it. And that series is continuing until the film industry picks up again. So I love that, that premise so much. And yeah. what, what did you, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, how bloody good Reservoir Dogs I gave it four out of five blueberries. I didn't give oh. it a five. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that? actually now that we've got Len here, uh, what would you rate Miles Morales out of blueberries, everyone? Oh, uh, yeah, good call. Um, uh, uh, it's a five it blueberry game. The, the extra so, faith of ten. Uh, so the blueberry five, five out of five. The, yeah, so the blueberry system's no halves, guys. So it's zero to five, no halves, harsh but fair scale. I think it would be harsh to give it a four, so I'm going to give it a five. I'll give it a four. F- five doesn't mean perfect because there's no. a thing in the perfect game. No, so no. There's a thing in the perfect game because it's some good blueberries that you know you get the mushy ones, the, the juicy yeah, ones. Exactly. You want those juicies? Yeah, <laughs> plump berries. So, yeah. So yeah, the blue the blueberry scale is yeah from zero to five. Plain and simple. There's no half because half a blueberry is pointless. And it is pointless. There is variations, obviously, with within that that metric. So you know two five blueberry movies will be you know vastly different one will be a high five one will be a low five for example no no Spider-Man no no no, 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 no. there's no halves high there's no point a five is a perfect okay five is perfect no, and a zero there's no such thing as perfect jesse you live in a very straightforward world if resistance that's, I, I fall off man i said it once i'll say it again okay yeah. Cool. Well, man. I agree. I agree Tony with your there, Lynn. I give it a five out yeah. of five. Blue five for enjoyment. Five for enjoyment. Like it was very oh, enjoyable. Yeah. Oh yeah. What a blast. What a great launch game as well. What, what a, a fun a way Venom to blast, spend a weekend will. and like you know try a new PS5 or even just like and get a little taste of Spider-Man oh, PS4 yeah. again. Yeah. 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 And and also, I mean, just the the end game, that final voicemail that you mm. get from your dad, like that was. That is what made me tear up. The f- oh. Finn's sacrifice didn't make me tear up, but mm. that final voicemail got me. And congrats well, to Insomniac maybe. for like actually giving us another wholly different interpretation of Miles that exists yes. completely on its own and is also like incredible, you know? Well, if yeah, you want to hear sure. more of our thoughts on games and the gaming industry and news and all of that business, storymodegaming.com. Go check it out. We've got a few reviews. My Xbox review is up. Um, we'll have a PS5 review up shortly and a Miles Morales review as well. Um, you can also check us out on Facebook at Story Mode Gaming Oz. Go check that out. We're currently giving away a copy of Cyberpunk 2077 for the console of your choice. So go check that out. Make sure you can enter as many no, no, times no, you want. Copy of Mad Men. Do it. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Um, we're also on Twitter at Story Mode Oz, Instagram at Story Mode Gaming, and you can check us out on Patreon to search for Fan Critical. 
chuck a couple bucks our way, you get access to extra shows and to the Discord server run by our very own Simon Evans. You can jump on board, hey. tell him about the, the benefits of small fractions of blueberries and mm. the Spider-Man Miles Morales soundtrack. Mm. Until oh, then... Blueberries pointless. Until then, yes. take it easy, everyone. Uh, Len, thanks for joining us. Always a no, pleasure to have you. Thanks for me, guys. It's been fun. It's been fun talking about a game that Anytime. I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Thank you, dude. Simon and Josh, always always good. Always a good time. Thanks for yeah. having me. Never, never um, disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone listening, hope you enjoyed Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Go give it another go. Be, be yourself. Uh, be, be yourself, yourself, people. Be yourself. I'm going to start a new game plus. Be <laughs> greater. <laughs> be yourself. Oh, what a game. Play more games. We'll catch you next week. Mwah! Bye. 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 You'll never save those orphans, Spidey.